Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, everyone. We are here. This is Uncompressed. My name is Michael. And I'm Francisco. And we are here today to talk to you about all the exciting stuff going down at the Apple event that's coming up actually tomorrow. So we're kind of recording this last minute, but we still wanted to kind of give you guys information on what was coming up, what to expect, and overall just all the fun festivities. So Apple's event is tomorrow, um, and we're definitely ready We've been reading over and reading every bit of news source we possibly can, just kind of trying to imagine what's going to come out with all our hopes and dreams, and hopefully they won't all be crushed. So, what do you want to start with? You want to start with the iPhone? Just get it, you know. Absolutely, iPhone is the most important, as we can tell at these events every year. You That's know, really that what people want to know is what's going on with everybody the wants to know about the iPhone. Uh, so. We're going to start off just talking about kind of the 6S and the 6S Plus. That's what it's expected to be. Which, which by the way, we should mention that really nobody knows what it's going to be called. It could be called nobody knows. something. It's Project different. X. We really don't know. But we're going to assume that Apple's going to follow their tradition, and this is going to be the S version of their latest model. Yeah, so there can be an iPhone 6C, but... That'd be stupid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they were doing with the whole C-Series. That was like a one-time They thing. needed to just let go and be like, hey, the iPhone 5 is kind of not working out anymore. So mm-hmm. let's uh, go ahead and just drop it. But, I mean, you know, it was a good option for like kids and stuff. You know, if you have kids. and, you and it, I mean, you still see people wanting them. You still see people. That's true. You still see people I think up. that it was more the fact that it came in like the pastel colors that mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, I got an iPhone, but it's a cool color. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't think that's what. It Dude, was. people flip shit over that lime green iPhone. Really? Um, yeah, I don't know why, but they I, don't know. I don't know. I never paid attention to the C models. <laughs> I was all about the high end, best of the best. So, what is going to be going on with the with the success? What are the top rumors going around that this is going to have? Which, by the way, none of these has been official. It's all going to be official tomorrow. So these are not. We, we don't know. Yeah, if this we have no what, idea if this is going to be what's. But as far point. as what we think is going to happen, uh, there is very heavy anticipation and we've been talking a lot about force touch so force touch is an amazing technology that is actually pressure based and it allows you to do separate functions or even maybe the same function but more in depth uh, depending on how hard you actually put force on the screen this is something that they started first with the apple watch and then they moved it onto the mac and now iphone and ipad Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the thing that about Force Touch is, with the new phone is that it's it's rumored to make the phone a little bit thicker. So following the you know the usual tradition, the six S is going to be identical style wise to the current six, um, but it might be a little bit thicker because the components of Force Touch require, barely noticeable though. Yeah, barely, barely noticeable. Like we're talking millimeters, um, but it's going to be thicker because the components needed uh, for Force Touch, which are little little haptic engines in four corners in the four corners of the phone. Um, and the way these work is that whenever you push down, you put pressure, it senses that pressure and then gives you um, a bit of what Apple coined as taptic feedback um, that feels like a tap whenever you push down. And these, not only can it just do functions um, in terms of like um, menu scrolling and, and all that stuff, um, it can also do whatever a developer wants it to do. So the implementations for Force Touch are not yet fully known because it could really go anywhere. It's all up to the developers and what they decide to do with it once it rolls out. And this is something that Francisco I've been talking about since like we first met, just for touch, Force Touch in general. So mm-hmm. we're I really it was excited. Amazing. Yeah, we're really excited to see it come to a phone. You know, something that we can actually use 
all the time, every day. It's going to be a great tool. Um, as far as the next thing, uh, we're definitely looking at an upgrade in the camera. It's been, what, like four models since they've upgraded the camera from 8 megapixels? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, let's... Let's make that. Let's make this clear that every year the camera has gotten better. Oh yeah, definitely the, gotten better. The, the megapixel camera stayed the same, but the improvements in the sensor and the processing of the images themselves. Yeah, and the has lenses, been better. Everything the they, whole, they've opened up the aperture a lot more. Yeah, every everything has been good about the camera. There's nothing bad about the camera. But then you have people like who care about megapixels. Yeah, there there are the normals which think that oh my phone has 16 megapixels and yours only has eight, so therefore my camera is better. Um, they don't understand what megapixels are. Um, and just so people do, all a megapixel is, is one million pixels by one million pixels. Um, and all it really does is tells you how big you can print your image while maintaining good quality. Which, let's be honest, guys, I want to know how many of you guys print your pictures. Which probably, nobody does. Nobody I, does. I know I have before. I can't say that I do it on a regular basis. Uh, you know, it's more so we can have these pictures stored in the cloud and stored on our phone. That's just where we're at. We're mm-hmm. in age of digital but, technology. But with what normal people do uh, on a daily basis with their pictures is that they, they post them online. And with the current resolution of, like, phone screens being quad HD, et cetera, et cetera, really you only need um, a 5-megapixel image to look good. Really, you only need a 3-megapixel image, and that'll look amazing on whatever screen you, you post it on. Um... So really, a megapixel is all about just your screen, uh, your printing size, and that's really all it's about. So people there are like, "Oh, my camera is twenty megapixels, so it's the best camera on any phone." That's not how it works. Um, so hopefully, that you understand. Yeah, so it, there, it, it, it's it's nice to see on paper, but you know, I mean, overall, it, it's not going to make. It, it's a, not a huge difference. Yeah, but Apple is updating theirs from eight megapixels to twelve megapixels. I'm assuming it's going to be a better sensor than before. Supposedly, there's four K video going to be involved. Four K video implementation on the on the back camera. That's going to be good. The front camera is also going to have a updated camera sensor with I think five megapixels. Five megapixels and a flash. And a flash, which I'm excited to see how that kind of looks. A yeah. Little flat, yeah. A little LED flash on the front. Um, I'm not a fan of front-facing flashes because I think they look really bad. Dude, but really it's the selfie era, bro. And and people want it. We, you know, Apple has to give people what they want. <laughs> yeah, and it's not that... I'm not... It's not because I'm making selfies or anything. Like, I'll take the occasional selfie. It's just that front-facing flashes look bad. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually make the phone look kind of corny. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll see how they work it out. It's Apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they make your images look bad, too. Like, whenever you look at a photographer taking photos, unless they're in a studio, it's very unlikely that they're going to use flash because, you know, unless they're taking studio photos, if they're outside taking street photography, flash tends to wash out colors and it make th- makes things look weird. So. Yeah. One of the things I'm really excited about is that they're uh, upgrading the storage from one gigabyte to two gigabytes, supposedly. Not storage, the RAM. The RAM, I'm sorry. I, this is what I mean by I'm sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, they're upgrading the RAM, so this basically means that they're going to be able to do a lot more things at once more fluidly, which they're handling very well right now. It hasn't been an issue, but adding another gigabyte of RAM in there kind of means that they're preparing the device to start doing more things at once. Mm-hmm. So that that just kind of gets you excited for iOS 9 and what they're going to be pushing with upgrades on that. Mm-hmm. And we both have the... Um iOS 9 beta preview so we, we've yeah. both been running that for like over a month mm-hmm. uh, so we're really familiar with it and they, it looks like Apple's leading towards 
multitasking really heavily with iOS 9 because that's what it looks like it is. They cleaned up a few things here and there, but really it's about multitasking. So that two gigs of RAM is going to come in handy. We actually had a little conversation before we started recording about the importance of RAM when it comes to Apple devices because when it comes to an Android device, RAM is pretty important because it's, you know, third-party manufacturers um, creating a device to run the Android OS and it's they're not... What, what's the word? They're, they're not built for each other. Yeah, they're not built for each other. So having more RAM helps it run efficiently. But when it comes to Apple, they make their own hardware, they make their own software, and that's how they've been able to get away with only one gigabyte of RAM for so long because, really, it doesn't need that much. It's the per- perks of having the entire ecosystem in one. Yeah, but the, this, two, this jump to two is uh, definitely a welcome um, progression. And then the last thing they really said about the, the iPhone is supposedly there's going to be a new color. It's going to be a rose gold. Uh, something I saw funny that uh, they said on The Verge was, uh, you know, how are people going to know that you have a 6S and not a 6? <laughs> yeah. So they're like, oh, rose gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's not going to be a rose gold like the Apple Watch and be completely, like, guarded under a case and completely expensive. Yeah, yeah. So the difference between the, the rose gold on the iPhone and the rose gold on the Apple Watch is that the Apple Watch is real gold. And that's what makes it incredibly expensive. Uh, this one is going to be anodized aluminum with a rose gold um, plate over it. So it's going to look rose gold, but it's not going to be actual gold, and that's going to keep the price. What that means to you is that it's affordable. Yeah, that's all you need to know about it. <laughs> uh, so go ahead, Francisco. You're, you're taking over the iPad talk that we're going to have here. All right, so we both own iPads. Um, I use mine very rarely. I don't know about you. Well, we both have iPad Airs. Let's start with that mm-hmm. um, first-gen model. We never updated to the 2 because we didn't really see that it was worth it at the time. Mm, which it still isn't. If you have an iPad Air... And no. You, I mean, you all, all you get too. is Touch ID. And yeah. that's pretty much the major difference that you get. Exactly. Now, what we would update to is an iPad Pro. All right. So let's talk about the iPad Pro. Because I know that I don't use my iPad very often. And it's mostly because I have my MacBook with me. And then if I did use my iPad, it would be to read, but I just recently got a Kindle, which handles reading way better. Yeah, um, I honestly just use my iPad more for, like, uh, streaming video or reading comics. I'm a, I'm a heavy comic reader. I have a lot of comics on there, and that's my main use for it at the moment. Mm-hmm. And the iPad Pro looks like it's becoming more of a computer than a tablet. So iOS 9 is going to be running on the iPad Pro, and iOS 9 on the iPad is going to be, like I said before, it's going to have features that the iPhone doesn't. So it's going to have stuff like picture-in-picture, split-screen, um, stuff, pro- productivity features that are that's going to make everything, um, you be more productive. <laughs> <laughs> um, How big is the screen going to be? The screen's going to be, it's rumored to be 12.5 uh, inches, I think, which is huge. That's bigger than uh, the MacBook's mm-hmm. uh, screen, which is 12 inches. Yeah. So this is going to be a huge device, which we assume that means it's also going to be a really powerful device. Yeah. Um, don't Nobody knows if it's going to have Force Touch. There hasn't been any clues or hints about that at all. But, I mean, if they're bringing it to the iPhone and the Mac and the Watch, then I would just assume that mm-hmm. they would continue The on. thing is that Force Touch is a really new technology, so I don't know if they've perfected it to the point where they can already just throw it on all their devices without any problems. Uh, we'll see about it, because I, I actually tweeted not too long ago, actually it was a long time ago, it was at the beginning of the year, and I said that every device from Apple is going to have Force Touch in the, within two years. Yeah. And it's only, it's not even been a year, so we'll see what they do with Force Touch, so. How do you feel about them saying that it possibly have a stylus? 
Um, sh- sh- I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of styluses. Um, I rarely ever use one. If I did use one on my iPad, it would be if I was using an application like paper or something where I was drawing something. Um, but let's say that they did make the stylus highly productive. That's a, that's a, what we were talking about before we recorded, is that if they did include a stylus with the iPad Pro, it would have to be a very, very good stylus. And I'm not talking about the little rubber tip ones that you could just draw with. It would have to have features on its own, a stamp, yeah, that, would, that would make it worth using. Otherwise, I personally would not use it because I don't like styluses. So it would have to be something similar to uh, the S Pen. On the Note Five, where you can just you just you pull it out and you just have features that you n- normally wouldn't have unless you had that stylus. So it has exactly. to be it has to be used for productivity purposes, um, which I assume it would be because that's what they're going for with the iPad Pro. It's a yeah. pro use tablet. Um, other than that, there's really not much not much to say about it. Nobody knows. We're, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna find out all the details tomorrow. How do you feel if they would do a platform that kind of married OS 10 and iOS 9? That's a really good question because um, I was hanging out with uh, my buddy John not too long ago. Shout out to you, John. He This was back when Yosemite first came out and we noticed that Yosemite looked a lot like iOS 7 and we just started speculating that this means that Apple is slowly but surely trying to merge the two operating systems into one grand operating system where it would just be Apple OS which i think is super difficult because it's incredibly difficult yeah be- yeah because it would be very user friendly you know to just go from your iPad to your computer and have the same system on there but mm-hmm. at the same time for the heavier users that want a lot more functionality it's going to be tough to please them because mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, people like us, we like things simple, but to a certain point. Mm-hmm. So we like I, to have the option to, yeah. to have all that functionality. So the thing with iOS 9 on the iPad Pro is that it's going to be tweaked to better function as a pro use tablet. Um, what that means for the future, nobody knows. It could be that they are splitting into three operating systems, maybe a tablet operating system where it's kind of like a baby version of OS X. Um, or they might upgrade iOS 9 to be a little bit better for the tablet. So then at the end of the day, I'm, th- I'm thinking personally that we're going to have three operating systems. We're going to have the iOS for the phones, we're going to have a tablet OS, and we're going to have Mac OS. Um... I would like to see them kind of be unified in the sense where they work really well together like they already do. I don't want to see any separation between them. Yeah. Um, but that's where I think they're headed. What do you yeah. think? No, I, I definitely think that they're going to continue on with it, you know, working well together as far as how it is now. I, I just really hope that they don't make everything look exactly the same across, you know, the whole whole ecosystem because mm-hmm. I, I think that that would simplify everything for everyone but like I said for us that actually use our computers not just for Facebook and stuff we like a lot more functionality which is the reason that sometimes people lean more towards Windows because they, they have a lot more functionality but at the same time now they're doing the same thing as well they're leaning towards making all their platforms kind of look the same um, so besides that I mean you know I'm hoping that they also have maybe a, an additional port on the iPad Pro. Now, with the, with the ports, that's a, that's a good thing you mentioned that because we already know that they have already implemented USB Type-C on the new MacBooks. 
I think they're going to go with USB Type-C everywhere, and that includes on iPhones too. I think they're going to get rid of the lightning cable and just go Type-C everywhere. Why? Because Type-C is amazing, it's really versatile, um, and it's the future of USB. That's where USB's headed. What they need to figure out is how to get my lightning cables to stop ripping, because that's annoying. Yeah, but you you won't have to worry about that because they're not going to exist for much longer, I think. Well, I'm saying even if they have a USB Type-C oh, they with gotta, the same thing. Yeah, they got to figure that out. They got to yeah. figure that out. No, but I, I mean, an additional port would be awesome. Uh, you know, at least something just so we can do any kind of quick data transfer. Because if it's going to be a pro unit, I mean, I get it. We have cloud storage. But sometimes, you know, even if you... Don't need it on a daily basis. Sometimes you really, really need that extra USB port or that Thunderbolt port, something, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, I can't even remember the last time I used my USB on my keys, but it's just good to have. Exactly. And my Thunderbolt port, I use it every single day. Mm -hmm. I'm using it right now to record this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and as far as that goes, you know, uh, we might have some N NFC capabilities as well. Mm -hmm. Which is great because NFC... Just near-field communication is is a big deal. Like, the technology is simple. It's been around for a really long time. But people are starting to realize what you can do with it, mm -hmm. besides just mobile payments and tr data transfers. Like, it's a really good way for, things to, for technology to communicate with each other within relatively close distances. So hopefully we see NFC not just for, like, Apple Pay, but opened up to where you could do more things with it. Because, again, this is supposed to be a pro-use tablet, I would like to be able to do a whole ton of things with it. Apart from that, there's probably maybe going to be an iPad Mini 4. We Nobody knows really anything about it. We've looked... Just that it's going to be thinner. That's um, and, you know, how thin can you go before you end up... <laughs> it disappears. Up? Yeah, before it's, it's just... glass. <laughs> yeah. Before it's just a screen. The invisible iPad Mini 4. Um, but that's pretty much it as far as iPads go. Um, they announced a couple things for the Apple Watch. Actually, not even a couple things, just once. Uh, just one thing that's kind of predicted is uh, that they're going to have new bands. Yeah, that wasn't an announcement. That's just a speculation. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, because they're saying that everybody, you know, may not be partial to pastel colors. So they're going to release a new line with different colors. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about the, uh... The Apple TV. So the Apple TV looks like it's going to be pretty cool. And we talked about this before on another podcast episode that I've been waiting for them to update this. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of hoping they would do it at the last event, but they didn't do it. So I'm just kind of waiting to see where they take it. Um, supposedly this one is going to be a slimmer model. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's going to have Siri integration. Okay, so here's my thing with like a thinner model. I don't care about the size. Yeah, the, current size, the current size of the it's Apple TV is great. It's not something you carry with you. Yeah, it's not something you carry with you. It's something that sits on your table next to your TV, on your on your stand or whatever, and it disappears. You know, like you don't think about it. So as far as size goes, I don't really care. Um, I just don't want them to have it super thin and then have very tiny storage capabilities because, oh, it's so thin we can only fit an 8 gigabyte storage chip. Like... Bullshit. Well, I no. mean, I have 128 gigs on my phone, and it's pretty thin. So, I mean, they should be able to fit it in there. No, it's not that. It's not that I can't, because no, no, of course I you can't. I'm just saying that's that would be the Apple excuse. Yeah, like, exactly. Whatever. But um, I I have an Apple TV, and I have had one since 2011, which is the last time that they really upgraded it. So. Um, and I refuse to get one until they upgraded it, so I'm happy that they're finally doing it. Yeah, so am I, because my Apple TV is great. I use it every day. I don't have a cable subscription, so I just survive off of Netflix and Hulu. And I survive off of Netflix and chill. 
No, no, you don't. Um, so as as far as what it's gonna be, let's see, because there's lots and lots going on with it. Because this is, this is not what it's gonna be. This is what people want. So hopefully Apple has listened to the people and created this. So slimmer model. Who cares? Siri integration. That's something that I really want because I want to be able to walk into into my living room. And be I think like, that's been one of the biggest talks so far. But yeah, yeah. Because just the ability to say, okay, Google, and then have your phone do something or say, hey, Siri, and have your phone do something just in your house at all times, that is something that I personally really want because I want to, that way I'd be able to control my TV with voice. I'd be able to set you know, calendar dates, it would be able to read me information off the internet, I'd be able to do searches from anywhere in my home just by saying, hey Siri, and she's always listening to me. And you have somebody to talk to while you're depressed. Yes, I do have conversations with Siri <laughs> um, on a regular basis, she loves me. Um, so with Siri integration, you're going to get Siri search, um, you're going to be able to, to ask her what's going on in the world, and she'll be able to tell you, you'll be able to get those news updates, those weather updates, those traffic updates, everything. Uh, from just talking to your TV, which I think is phenomenal. I hope they implement that. Uh, the next thing would be... Um, the interface. Be, yeah, the interface, because it, the Apple TV has seen kind of a UI update recently. They kind of updated it to look more like iOS uh, 7 and Yosemite. Yeah, but all the changes are very minimal. They're, they're cosmetic changes, is yeah. what they are. But the, the, we're hoping that it's going to be a major UI haul for this, for this model, because if it's going to have voice integration, and it's going to have a possible new remote that everybody's raving about, I don't know what the hype is about that. Yeah. Um, but that all... That all adds up to a new user interface, and it's supposed to be uh, something that... I don't know what it's going to look like. I have no idea what the new user interface could possibly be, but I know that it's going to have to be simple enough to where voice commands are really all you need if you lose your remote, and using your remote is also extremely simple. Yeah. I, I think a new remote is a good opportunity for them to kind of change you know, the way that users can interact with Apple TV? Just TVs in general, because Apple has always been known to, to reinvent things uh, and reinventing how exactly. what we think of as a remote. This is a huge opportunity for them to do that. So I've heard rumors that the remote is going to be similar to, like, a Wii Nunchuck. Like a, yeah, like a gaming remote. Yeah, and you'll be able so to, So you like, can actually download app games on the Apple TV, play them on your TV. Yeah, and then do gestures and stuff by like waving your, you know, fucking Wingardium and Leviosa, and then just something happens <laughs> on your TV. Swish and flick. Um, I mean, Lord knows we need to be able to play Fruit Ninja everywhere, so... God, Fruit Ninja on an Apple TV. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Which, by the way, is going to be totally possible because it's speculated that because of this um, new UI change, that Apple is going to open up a app store specifically for the Apple TV. So developers can now put their jump into that. There. Yeah, jump into that bandwagon and do whatever it is that they want to do in terms of making apps for the TV. So that's super exciting. And then we have. Actually, the fact that they're actually putting an A8 chip in there with 64-bit architecture will allow for those developers to take advantage of it more so they can put better games, better apps in general on there. Mm -hmm. And what all this means in terms of hardware is that it's got to have some type of storage. Um, so we've heard stuff from 8 gigabytes to 16 gigabytes of internal storage. Obviously, at a premium price, you get more. Um, We're hoping for the latter. Yeah, and we're, I'm personally actually not even hoping for either. I hope that they just go... Like a 32, 32 64, 128. Especially if they want us to be downloading apps. Um, but again, this may all be 
at a price. Uh, it's speculated that you know the Apple TV is going to start at around one forty nine, and then they may offer different upgraded models depending on the storage. Mm-hmm. And this is all speculation. Nobody knows for sure. I know that the uh, the little smart TV box uh, ecosystem is getting really competitive. You have the Chromecast, you have the Roku. All of them are priced very very low. Um, so if Apple wants to kind of compete with them, they're going to have to have a price point where it's not too crazy. So we'll see what they do with that. So guys, that was pretty much our whole rumor roundup on everything that we could possibly talk about or speculate about, about the Apple event. It is tomorrow. Uh, so possibly tomorrow or the day after we'll be recording another episode to let you guys know how right or how wrong we were about everything. (laughs) And you're going to, you're going to know immediately by the tone of our voice. <laughs> How excited or disappointed we are. Exactly. Yeah. You'll be able to tell right in the within the first three minutes we'll be able to tell what happened. Yeah, we'll we'll be live tweeting everything. So if you guys just wanna keep up on our, our Twitter feeds on uncompressed mm-hmm. underscore, uh, we'll be tweeting about everything that they're announcing live. Uh, yeah, we are going to blow up your Twitter feeds. If you're interested in knowing what's going on, like we are going to be getting live in-the-moment updates of what is going on during the event. All right, guys. So until we talk next time, we'll see you guys later. Follow us at uncompressed underscore on Twitter or on Instagram, and we'll talk to you guys next time. See you soon. <laughs>